You're listening to Easier, a podcast about making life and work easier. I'm Anthony Wagner, and this is episode number 39. Each Wednesday, we'll embark on a journey together to discover the best tips for living and working more simply. I believe that when things are easier, we have more time for what matters most. This week, I am on vacation in Florida. I'm in Orlando and in Miami, and I'm so excited to be on vacation that I thought I would do a quick, kind of lighter episode on stuff to do at work before going on vacation. We've got nine essentials that you should take care of. Plus, we're going to recap some of my pre-vacation advice from episode number 10. Let's get started. All right, number one in the nine important things that you should do at work before going on vacation. This is, of course, make work easier. And number one is to be sure that you unplug your electronics. Make sure that you're taking care of those things because one, it saves energy. So if you're at work at home, you have a kind of a home office or if you're at work at work, Saving energy is good for a number of reasons, which I think is is pretty obvious. You know, you're going to save money or save your employer money, which is a nice thing to do. And you're going to use less energy, which is more green. Also, it might help protect, especially your computer in the case of an electrical storm and you get a power surge. You won't have to worry about something like that happening because it will be unplugged. That's number one, to unplug your electronics. Number two is to remember to set your email vacation responder. This is a big one. And I sometimes myself, before we go on break, I work for a school. So we have a number of breaks throughout the school year. And sometimes before we go, I forget to set that vacation responder. And it's critical to do that because if people are emailing you, they're going to think that you're ignoring them and you don't want that. So a couple of tips here. Number one, be detailed. Make sure that you tell people what's going on, that you're gone because you're on vacation. That sends a very different message to people as opposed to, you know, I'm away from the office. If you say that you're on vacation, I think more people will be respectful of not expecting a response and also not bombarding you, not calling or whatever. Make sure that you include both when you're leaving and when you'll return. I find that this is super important that it gives people the expectation of when to when they can expect to hear back from you. And it, it I think, helps, again, cut down on people bombarding you because they'll know, okay, I can wait until X time. Or if it's actually an emergency, it gives them the, the kind of the urgency to get in contact with someone that they can actually reach. This is similar to what I talked about when I released that focus sign a couple of episodes ago. If people have expectations as to when they can bug you again, they'll typically respect them. So make sure that you're doing both when you're leaving and when you can return or when you will return. And then also make sure that you include who they can contact in the event that they need to reach someone and they can't get a hold of you. For the school, for me, typically it's the front desk and the front desk will then kind of route the call to whoever needs to handle it. But if there's someone specific, make sure to include their name and their contact information so that the folks who are trying to reach you can. Also, make sure that you include whether or not you'll be checking your email when you're gone. For me, that's a hard no. I do not check email even outside of work. Typically, I have the notifications turned off on my phone, and I'm not checking email unless I absolutely have to, and there's very 
there's very rare instances when that actually is the case. So for me, I say I will not be able to respond until I return or something like that. Basically saying that if they try to reach me, they're not going to get me. So that's really important. Number two, to set that email vacation responder. Number three is to set your voicemail vacation responder. And this is whether it's your phone or whether you have a desk phone or something at work, make sure that your voicemail reflects the same things as your email does. Because if people try to reach you there and you've just got your standard voicemail, they're gonna have the same problems as though you you know didn't set it for your email. So again, just a quick recap. Be detailed, make sure to include when you're leaving, when you'll return, who they can contact, and whether or not you'll be checking it while you're gone. Number four, let's make sure that we let your actual team know, the people that you work with, be sure to let them know that you're going to be gone. Make sure you set the same expectations for them as you do with your email and voicemail. When you're going to be gone, when you will be back, who they can reach in the event that they need something, and whether or not they should be able to bother you. This is a big one. I think that when you go on vacation, you absolutely should be on vacation. You should not be focused on your day job while you're there. This reminds me of an episode of Modern Family. I don't know if you watch that show, and I'm not even sure what episode or what season, but I know that the family took a vacation, and Claire and her father, Jay, spent the entire vacation working. I believe this is, they took a trip to Australia, if I remember correctly, and Claire and Jay work at Jay's and then Claire's closet company and they take this vacation and Claire and Jay do nothing but work the entire time. Don't be like them. You know, they regret it by the end of the episode and it of course makes for a funny episode, but don't be like that. Try to put your work aside because a vacation is a break. If you work throughout your entire vacation, you don't get the full benefits of that trip. So make sure to set that expectation with your colleagues that you're not answering their calls, that you're not responding to their texts, that you're not going to respond to their vo- to their emails. This is important. I think if people think that they can reach you, they're going to try even for little things. This also reminds me of an episode of The Office when Jim and Pam head out for their honeymoon and they're being bombarded with little crap from their coworkers all the time and they get really frustrated that you know why are you calling me well did you set the expectation not to is the question that comes to my mind so if you you know you really should try to go that route but if there is you know that the case that you absolutely cannot be 100% unavailable my advice is to set dedicated work time so they have expectations as to when they can reach you and when they can't And whether that's, you know, you say, okay, I'm only going to be available from eight to nine in the morning. And after that, I'm done. I think that's way too much leeway. I think you should pick one day for one hour. Say, I will check this if I'm gone one week. I'll check this on Wednesday at 8 a.m. I'll work until nine and that'll be that. I think it's really important for you to work as minimally as possible, if not 100% go offline. So that's number four. Make sure to let folks know and set those expectations. Number five is before you leave, make sure that you're arranging for any projects that are due, any deadlines that you've got that fall during your vacation, make sure you think about those and arrange for what's going to happen, whether you need to extend the deadline or finish the work ahead of time or whether you can delegate those things to others to get them done. So don't let any work drop off because that's going to be a reason for folks to be kind of frustrated with you and B, it's going to get your phone blowing up while you're gone. So that's number five, arrange for deadlines due over your vacation. 
Number six is kind of more, it's a lighter one, but if you have plants in your office, make sure that somebody's taking care of them. You know, like at home, you have plants and pets and you're going to have those arranged for while you're gone. Do the same thing while you are at work. Make sure that somebody is willing to come in and water your plants and just kind of check on them to make sure they're good while you're gone. That's number six. Number seven kind of goes hand in hand with number six in that if you need someone to be able to get into your space, make sure that you've considered giving them access to your space. In other words, make sure they've got a key if it's locked. I think it'd be kind of a pain in the butt to receive a call or a text from a coworker saying, hey, you asked me to water those plants for you, but I can't get in your office. And then you're, you know, you're having to worry about coming back to a bunch of dead plants when you get back, which is no fun. So number seven, make sure that someone has a key to your office if they need it, just in case. All right, we're already on number eight, and that is before you leave, the last thing that you should do is tidy your space. Put things away, empty your inbox if you can, make sure your desk is clear, anything like that. Make sure that you get it done before you go on vacation because returning to to a clean space really does make a difference. You know, it really feels a lot better when you've come back and your space is clean and it smells fresh and things like that. It really, uh, it really makes a big difference. So something I would recommend is if you do a daily mise, like I suggested back in episode number 28, that is a great thing to make sure that you do and maybe give yourself a little extra time before you leave on vacation to do that daily mise. Things that you should make sure you do back from episode number 28 for practical steps for planning for tomorrow, which you can get to at easiercast.com slash 28. Those things include to clean your station, put things away, organize your desk, sharpen your tools, reschedule things on your calendar, sort your projects into into lists, plan your next day, which means to schedule the things you're going to work on when you get back, and then gather everything up. Put everything you need for when you get back in place so you'll come in and everything will be refreshed. It'll be clean, it'll be organized, and you'll be able to just jump right back in without having a big hassle. And then number nine is another simple thing, but it's, I think, a really big one. Uh, Make sure that you empty your fridge. If you've got a fridge in your space, which I do, or if you use a community fridge, you do not want to come back to a bunch of spoiled food and or spoiled coworkers because if you leave food that rots in the fridge and they don't know whose it is and they don't want to throw it away, then it's someone else's responsibility to decide if they should throw your food away. And then if it's your own, you're going to come back to an office that smells terrible. So that's not a great way to come back from a stress, hopefully stress-free vacation it's just not a great way to come back. So I would recommend make sure that you've emptied your fridge and given thought to that. So that's all nine. Let's just recap them really quickly. Number one is unplug your electronics. Two, set your email vacation responder. Three, set your voicemail vacation responder. Four, let folks know on your team that you're going to be gone and be sure to set expectations. Five, arrange for things that are due any deadlines that occur over your vacation. Six, make sure someone's able to take care of your plants. Seven, make sure that someone has your office key just in case. Eight, organize your space before you leave. It should be the last thing and maybe do, you know, an extended daily mise. And number nine is empty your fridge. Do those things and your vacation is sure to be that much less stressful. Are you a small business owner, an entrepreneur? Maybe you're just interested in starting your own side hustle. If that's you, I've started a blog that you've got to check out. It's called Lightning Technology, and it's all about creating and curating the best tech advice, news, and services that grow your business. I'm creating a one-stop shop 
to help you deal with the mountain of tech that faces business owners. Everything I offer on Lightning is simple, written in plain English, meaning no tech speak, and answers the question, how does this grow my business? Seriously, every piece of content has the answer to that question at the end. So no matter what type of business you're in, if you're using tech at all, this is a blog for you. Check it out now at lightningdetroit.com. Again, that's lightningdetroit.com. All right, back to the show. Okay, make life easier this week. We're going to head back to episode 10, and I'm just going to quickly recap the things that I covered in episode 10, which was 10 unusual things to do before going on vacation. I'm not going to go into detail, but I will kind of just read the list for you as a recap. And then I got a couple extras to add that I found from actually from an insurance. The the company, the insurance company, insurance wrote a really good essentials thing to do before leaving on vacation. And I'd like to share a couple of those with you. So back from my article, here are the things that I listed there. Number one, plan a day of outfit. Number two, be sure that you shave if you do that. Three, charge all your devices. Four, plan for pets and plants, just like our make work easier. Five, run your garbage disposal. Six, take out your trash. Seven, clean and tidy your home. Eight, plan for your heating and cooling. Nine, just like the other one, it was actually number nine there too, clean out your fridge. And 10, review your checklist. Those are the 10 things that I listed. You can find those, that list back in episode number 10, which is at easiercast.com slash 10. All those things will be there. And I also have a pretty cool checklist of those things ready for you to download. So head over to episode 10 and check that out. That's easiercast.com slash 10. And then there were four things that I took from this article by eSurance called 10 Essential Things to Do Before Leaving for Vacation. There are four things here that I thought were really clever that I'd never thought of and I'd like to share. The first is to freeze a meal before you leave that's ready for you when you get back. So the first thing that you, you know, you're going to get back and you're going to be tired and you have all this unpacking to do and you probably don't want to think about, oh, what do I have to eat? There's nothing in the fridge. I don't feel like going out. We just had, you know, all those kinds of things. But if you have a frozen meal ready to go, maybe a crock pot dump meal even, you know, that's where all the things are in one kind of Ziploc bag in your freezer. You just take them out and dump them. Depending on what time you get home, that might not work. But a frozen meal that can happen quickly, that can be ready when you get back is really an ideal thing. So think about that. Number two is to pour baking soda down your drains. I'd never thought of that before, but that's such a, a, a clever idea. It kind of prevents the smells from coming back up into your space from drains that aren't being used and also hopefully will help to freshen those spaces too. So that's number two. Number three is also something I didn't know. And this is that you can actually have the postal service, USPS, hold your mail. So you're not getting a bunch of mail. And this is something that Kevin and I have done for this vacation because we've only got a small box. We live in an apartment, so it's a it's kind of an outdoor box and it's not going to send signals that we're not home. But if it fills up, I really don't know <laughs> what our postal carrier would do, will do. So make sure that you give consideration to your mail at minimum and consider just having USPS hold it. And then finally, number four, this is to protect your space, but get some timers and have the lights kind of change on and off so that if anyone's kind of watching your space, hopefully they're not, 
But if anyone is, it gives them pause and makes them wonder whether or not people are home. For me, we have Philips Hue bulbs in all of our lights and they're already on timers. So they come up and go down automatically and that is perfect for this and that's a way to do this. Otherwise, you can get kind of smart outlets or you can get those old-fashioned timers that control the lights and use those. So those are some pretty cool um, recommendations from this article from eSurance and I will link to the full article in case you'd like to see it. So that's all of my tips for this week. I know that this was a bit of a lighter episode but I hope you can understand that being on vacation I definitely wanted to still bring you some great information but that I didn't have as much time because I'm spending so much time chilling out on the beach. I didn't have as much time to uh, to do full-on research. So I hope you enjoyed this and I am going to get back to my vacation. And that's it for episode number 39 of Easier. Remember to do all of the things that I covered in this episode before you go on vacation. If you do them all, you will come back much more refreshed and much more relaxed. Do you have any tips, techniques, or tools for making life or work easier? If so, email me at podcast at easiercast.com or leave a comment in the show notes at easiercast.com slash 39. Again, easiercast.com slash 39. Also, be sure to look for Easier Podcast on Facebook. I curate the best content from around the web that helps make life and work easier, and you're not going to find it anywhere else but on Facebook. Finally, if you know of anyone who would benefit from the tips I've covered in this week's episode or any episode, please be sure to share it with them. Hopefully, every share means that someone somewhere will find more time for what matters most to them. Thank you, as always, so much for listening. Cheers from Florida. And until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.